May is the definite planting season for all your summer plants. And so this is when you put in your tomatoes, your cucumbers, your eggplants, uh, asparagus, is when you put rhubarb, is when you put uh, onions and all of your herbs do better now while it's warm. So basil and oregano, rosemary, lavender, lemongrass, uh, sweet marjoram, all these different kinds of herbs uh, are planted now. And you'll find your garden centers are stocked full of plants right now, all varieties, all sizes. So we're powering up. Before this, we were holding back some. So we'd have some, but it wasn't all sizes, all varieties, because, well, we're at risk of frost. And you only have so much greenhouse space to protect plants with. And your customers, you're trying to throttle them back a little bit so they don't make mistakes. Because if you plant too early, the cold, the environment can take things out. So I thought I'd give you a few insider tips on how to grow better tomatoes. So that's tomatoes are the number one most planted vegetable in the country. I think here at Waters Garden Center, even here. So we sell more tomatoes than anything else. Surprisingly, you know what number two is? Go ahead, guess. Here, pull over. You can pull over. You're driving down the road. Can pull? Just guess. Okay. It's cucumbers of all things. I thought it'd be peppers because we're in salsa country and I grow mainly tomatoes and peppers. That's where my personal gardens are cucumbers. I grow cucumbers, but I grow more peppers. So jalapenos, anaheims, uh, poblanos. These are all these spicy, zesty, grillable kind of, of peppers. I just love those. My mouth's watering thinking about them. And so we're a salsa gardener. My number one herb I love to grow, oregano. I just love fresh oregano. Surprisingly, sweet marjoram. Marjoram, so, so oregano can be kind of spicy and zesty. It can almost have a, have a, have a spice, have a, have a hotness to it. Uh, especially if the pH gets too, too high, it gets off flavored. So it gets a, a zesty flavor to it. But if you want that oregano flavor... With the sweet taste, they make that talk too. It's called sweet marjoram. So it's another herb that's so easy to grow. Perennial, comes back year after year. Plant it once and you're done for years. So a sage, oh my gosh, no one should ever buy sage from a grocery store. It's way too easy to grow it yourself in the backyard. And one plant will take you for years. It comes back year after year after year. And so fresh and so it's just better right out of the garden. Of course, mint, 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 all kinds of mint. Mint is just so fun, so flavorful to add to teas, to just, just about everything. So we put mint into almost everything in the summer. So I just picked some strawberry mint. Oh, it smells and tastes like strawberries and mint combined. And they've got pineapple mint and chocolate mint and spearmint and peppermint and every other. There's probably a dozen mints that we grow and have here. They're so easy and perennial. They come back year after year. And now's the time to plant those. And so just some secrets. Tomatoes, though, there are some insider tips on growing better, more, bigger tomatoes. First of all, insider tip. Again, this is just this gardener. We're just two gardeners talking over the radio. And this is what I do. So I tend to prefer tomatoes that have a more medium-sized fruit to smaller fruits. Uh, 
So I generally stay away from beefsteak, brandywine, big boy, things that have big and beef in the name. These are huge slicing tomatoes. And in other parts of the country, that's great. You can have a slicer. Your grandparents grew those. But up here at the higher elevations where the nighttime temperature drops so dramatically, the tomatoes tend to shut down. And so we are famous. I mean, just the mountains of Arizona are famous for having big, beautiful tomato plants with lots and lots of green, great big green tomatoes all over them. And we're about to get our first frost. They just take so long to produce and to get ripe because our nights are so are influencing how quickly they ripen up. A medium-sized tomato like Early Girl, Celebrity, Champion, San Diego, Murano, Romas, all these medium-sized fruits, they produce very quickly. And so by the end of July, August, you're, you're, you're picking, you're, you better be ready to pick tomatoes because you have a lot of them. They're, they're good. They're like baseball size, not they're, but they're not softball size. They're nice and big, but they, they produce more of them. And the only reason I suggest that is so that you don't end up right at, you know, in October and you haven't picked a fruit yet. You're still waiting for them to ripen. The medium sized fruits do better. And then cherry tomatoes. They, so these are, Sweet 100s, we've got uh, yellow pears, uh, regular cherry, red cherries, black cherry tomatoes. These are all good. They just produce like crazy big layers of, of just lots of tomatoes uh, the size of golf balls or smaller. So there's or mar big, large marbles. So those are just pick all, the, all day long. They produce the fastest in the season. And so that's some insider tips. Go with medium size or smaller fruits. You'll get better production. And then uh, tomatoes love consistent, rich soil. And so you need, a, you, need it to, you need a lot of compost for these things. They're a big rooted plant. And so with a tomato, I'll tend to buy one that's kind of tall and leggy. So I want to see a lot of stem uh, from, from the root to the upper foliage. I want a, lot, I want a long stem. And what I'm trying to do is, if you look up and down the stem of a tomato that's got lots of hairs going up and down the stem, each one of those hairs will turn into a root if you get it down in the ground. Tomatoes are a very, they're the only ones that does this. If you plant a pepper plant too deep, it's going to die. If you even look at eggplants, it's going to want, it wants total air on all of its branches. But a tomato, if you get a nice leggy one, pick off all those, those side branches so I get a nice long stem. I'll plant that thing, oh, I don't know, a foot, 14 inches down on the ground as far as I can until only the top is perking up. And then what I'm going for is a nice big root structure. The roots, you get more roots, you get more fruits. Just that's it, that bottom line. I'm going to water it probably once a day, mainly in the morning. So I'm going to, I'm going to water it probably before the heat of the day, so like six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, ideal. I don't want my tomatoes to be wet or or to be moisture on the leaves going into the dark, into the evening, because disease kind of gets on tomatoes pretty easily. That's another insider tip. And then they tend to be heavy feeders. And so you want to put some regular 
vegetable food, a nice organic food. And if you can, give it calcium. So tomatoes, we are famous for blossom end rot. That's where, where that blossom touches the fruit. It rots right there, right there. So half the fruit can be gone. That's a classic calcium deficiency, and we're famous for it. It's because of our alkaline water. We have more issues with this than other parts of the country. And so if you know this, I'm going to give my plants more calcium at the root level in the form of a fertilizer. And then I also give it a liquid form called yield booster. It, it uh, actually is a foliage spray that you spritz the foliage the plant takes in the calcium through the foliage and it prevents blossom and drought. It increases the size of the fruit. It uh, gives you better flavor. Calcium is what brings out that flavor of fruits. So yield booster is what I'll, I'll use. Now, another thing that we're famous for is a big plant that grows really fast and it forgot to fruit. It blossoms, but doesn't set fruit, doesn't set fruit. Just It's, it's, it's frustrating. Well, when that plant gets up to about knee high, start spritzing it with blossom set. So this what blossom set does. It's not a pollinator. It doesn't, you don't hit the flower. You spray the foliage. And so you spritz, this is a liquid. You spritz the foliage and it causes that plant to slow down, to take a breath. Literally plants, tomatoes especially, start growing and they literally grow so fast they forget to stop and take a breath and set fruit. Blossom set forces them to just take a, take a moment and set fruit. So once a week, I'll spray something. What week one, when it's knee high, I start spraying tomato set. The next week I spray yield booster and I just offset them back and forth. Each week I'm out there with my coffee and I'm spritzing my tomato plants and I have more tomatoes than I know what to do for, uh, do with. And so that's some insider tips. I think that will help you to grow better, more flavorful tomatoes in your backyard.